Won't you please make this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Please Make This. We told you we would uh, harmonize on the next one, and, <laughs> and boy, we oh boy, did. did we almost try. Hey, we were right as the singers. Uh, so, uh, we're looking for our album coming out next year. <laughs> please sing this. <laughs> uh, please sing with us. Uh, so, uh, my name is Spencer. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Richie Owens. I'm also one of your hosts. My name is Herbert Thompson, and I'm also one of your hosts. And this is Please Make This. This is the podcast where we come up with an idea for a great movie, write scenes from those movies, and then we come back together and we do a live reading of that film for your very enjoyment. And we always do it with a guest writer, and this week our guest writer is... Hi, my name is Tucker Millette, and I'm a local Chicago comedian. <laughs> uh-huh. we, we're Very Skyping good. him in. PMT <laughs> headquarters. Yes, hovering somewhere above the moon. <laughs> uh, uh, we always like to start off uh, with a fun fact about everybody, and then we go from there. So, uh, anyone got one to start? I don't. I forgot. I already told you. Um, yeah, I got like a pretty minor fact about myself, uh, but also kind of fun. I have a pair of socks with my face on them. Oh, oh those are great! I've seen those. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Uh, ooh, fun they don't merch. really fit me that much, but um, it definitely helps for my brand, <laughs> <laughs> which is Richie. <laughs> me. Uh, my name is Spencer, and my fun fact is that I spent about four hours in Africa. Hmm. Wow. Uh, layover. Kind of. Uh, I I took a plane to Tenerife. Which actually might be, it's actually a colony of Spain still. Uh, and then we went there, and uh, then we got on a cruise ship. So I was only there, like, from the airport to the I was ship. hoping you were going to say that you, like, took four hours, and you're like, yep, seen it all. Well, this is Africa. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Done. I didn't know what fucking Toto was talking about. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see any rains. <laughs> I didn't. I've only been here for four hours, though. It was very warm. Mm. And a lovely city. Uh, uh, well, my name's Hobart Thompson, and uh, my uh, fun fact is uh, last year I hosted Chicago's uh, Harry Potter convention. Mm-hmm. Or a Harry that. Potter convention. Yeah. How was that? It was, it was a success, right? It was, yeah, it actually, well, uh, they never asked, uh, and probably should have, if I knew a lot about Harry Potter, which I don't. <laughs> but uh, I did some Wikipedia uh, looking and uh, tried to remember what I remember from reading the book series when I was a kid, uh, uh, and I, 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 I strung some bits together. <laughs> Made and a sweet bit necklace. You're professional. And there was like a thousand people, and they were uh, they were really all they lost their nice. minds. Yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. Okay, well, my fun fact is that I am distantly related to Joe Pesci. What? Wow. Actor okay. Joe Pesci of Home Alone, my Joseph cousin Vinny Fame. Pesci. Joseph Pesci is my grandmother's nephew. What? I didn't realize it was that close. Oh, that's it's very close. Uh, it's really cool. close. It's well, like Joe Pesci is definitely a movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Joe, okay, so I, I feel that's like... That's locked in. Okay, so we can <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go from there. We have a Joe Pesci vehicle. So, I mean, then we either are leaning, like, full into the mob, or we could go in the other direction. I'm going to take it... Okay, Or Joe so Pesci plays, like, a soft I, the, the reason what that I... What if Joe Pesci is the stepdad, and he team is crazy new kids? <laughs> Ooh, wow. And he's a very old man, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe Pesci's in his... 70s, I think? <laughs> yeah. I'd also like to say I'm distantly related to Mr. Monahan, my old gym teacher. Oh, oh <laughs> okay, okay. Why so did you guys know? Who what was if, in Goodfellas? <laughs> what, if, 
He Lynn was Joe my, Pesci. Which ones? He uh, was my grandma's cousin's son. Uh, so does Emma. I uh, so the re- the reason I shared the uh, Harry Potter thing, and I, I I'm curious because I, I just want I don't, we don't have to do this direction, but I've really wanted to write a fantasy film, mm-hmm. like a, like a, sure. a fantasy because and the, the way I think it was like you know fantasy has been dominated like last several you know decades by like elves and dwarves and that okay. kind of mm-hmm. sure. like I want to see makes like, you want to take a what do you want to see a bunch nap? of Gremlins? No. Well, what yes, if we, we make up our own fantasy, uh, our own fantasy thing, our own fantasy universe? Well, but, then what, what's going to be? Okay, I dig that. Joe Pesci fits anywhere in this. <laughs> Look, I, he's he's a jack of all trades. Have you and you or any of your family have any inter, had any interactions with Joe Pesci? No, he's very big Hollywood. <laughs> he doesn't. I don't even know that he talks. I don't even know that he talks. <laughs> oh, he talks. Really talks I think they just put peanut family. butter in his mouth and dub it over. Not since the 80s. No, that's Joe Pesci. That's a character. Uh, we, uh, his like first break into Hollywood was an album called like Little Joe Sings the Hits. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. He's a singer? Like Joe Pesci? Yeah. Oh my god. You t- I know are you talking those... about my grandma's nephew? <laughs> Joe Pesci? My very close relative? That's actually surprisingly close. He's, well, but that's the thing is like, it's not even... He's a it's not even uncle. A, he's not even, it's not, but it, I don't think it's, I might be confusing it, honestly, because I don't, uh, it's something my dad always said. I honestly don't know if it's exactly so, true, but okay. it's, it's a lie that I tell people all the time. I love it. So <laughs> it's a fun fact. Here's because mo- usually we don't delve this deep. Into here's where my like, mind oh, is really? going with this. I'm thinking that it's like, uh, a, like a, a, a passing down hereditary thing where like it's the 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 a guy's grandmother's nephew is like the most amazing wizard and somehow it gets like passed to him like there's some oh, kind of okay. reason like the mantle gets passed to him somehow like all of the other heirs are dead and he's like oh yeah you have to and i'm thinking that the the great grandpa is like well uh, so what's uh fucking joe pesci if we're okay, i love i, like, I, I love like that the, story i love, I love the yeah. story mm-hmm. i'm just wondering okay so if we're talking about a fantasy film sure where is what, what's the what's the thing? What's, what's the, the hero's fantasy? journey? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like, what's the universe? Because like you have oh, your like yeah. you have your dunes DC. to like multi planet space. Oh, opera do you want like you nasty your, like, fantasy or like Disney fantasy? I, yeah, that's I want I want I want fantasy fantasy. I want like Lord of the Rings kind of vibe. Is what so I was you imagining. want kind of like a, a, a like otherworldly, overly complicated thing. <laughs> You want I four pages You want four pages about what? mountains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you they guys! Were, they were great, <laughs> but like you not don't write a like script like a novel. It's not gonna be. <laughs> you don't write a novel like a exposition <laughs> of dirt. Um, I'm thinking I, what you're thinking is like a Middle Ages type fantasy. Yeah, I mean, those are the kind of ones that have dominated the landscape. I'm just wondering if we could create our own right, so fantasy. He's trying to go more in Dune direction than like. You know, Disney direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like a total other world. Well, what if it's something that happens like today? Like a fantasy Like a world? modern... Yeah. Like Magician's yeah. Apprentice? Like, what if it was like, it was like Dungeons and Dragons, so it takes place in an office or something? Okay. I, <laughs> I, I like this idea. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it would play well to a, an audience. An uh, audience like this one. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't. Well, I don't see. I don't dis. I don't. I like the idea of like magic in the real world. That's mm-hmm. a fun. That's a fun fantasy. I dig that. 
Maybe not like straight up Harry Potter. Yeah, that like, is. I mean, we, have to, we have to go in a direction that's not Harry Potter. If what if we? What if we just follow the lives of Muggles in the Harry Potter universe? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just and they're just shit happening. And around. There's just all this weird. Just only in the well, part where Voldemort comes back to power, yeah. and just people getting murdered, and then being like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> do you think? Do you think after Voldemort murdered them, they had to shoot the corpses to make it look like? Oh, it definitely. Magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm a corpse shooter for the Ministry of Magic. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a fun job, but someone's got to do it. Thank you so much for coming to Career Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually, we have to just like summon like a corpse, like from thin air, because usually they're vaporized. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible? Because this is kind of getting back more into like Harry Potter mob work now. Love it. Oh, okay. It wait, 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 wait. Like, I think we actually might have found a fun movie, which is. The person who is the cleaner for magical societies that have to stay hidden from mankind. <laughs> oh, so it's like a mob thing, yeah. but it's like like it's like oh, coming a witches He's blew a... up a library last week. I gotta go and make it look like a gas leak. <laughs> Sponsored by Magic Clean. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, this is kind of fun. I, I do, like this. I do like a magical fixer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because then we get, and then we can like, oh man, then we can have so much of our cake and eat it too. Because oh, we can have like so we're, working cake. like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing and like a Harry Potter thing or like a Dune mm-hmm. thing. Oh, so man. this is just a multi-dimensional janitor. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like uh, it's like make, it's like a, yeah. uh, it's sort of like Men in Black, but right, like, but they have to make magical <laughs> tragedies look like natural mm-hmm. like natural occurrences. Yeah, I don't like, think they just have to do tragedies. They can do also the it, good I stuff. The, the ending is like, I, like, okay, well, fucking, I guess I could just make it look like, I don't know, two planes flew in. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. Oh, and then Robert Pattinson is going to beard. Uh, oh god. I do want like the first scene to be him just describing his job, and you just like see his hand like doing something off screen, and it slowly zooms out, and it's him shaving down a unicorn's horn so it can just be a horse. Just here you go, just the head. That's me. You might be asking yourself, how did I get here? Uh, all right. It's almost like, I do like this. The, the answer is like breaking the fourth wall. Oh my god. Yeah, the answer is a portal. But it's Joe Pesci. It's some gross old dude, man who hates it. <laughs> Because like, I was also imagining, I mean, like, I Joe Pesci, like, the perfect role for him, and this would be, like, the salty boss of this, like, union of magic cleaners. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That is kind of like a taxi situation. Yeah, he's like, he, whatever the hero, like, name is, he's like, yelling, he's like, Jack, where's Jack? <laughs> <laughs> he's up the beanstalk. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, shut that's up, him. Jerry. I know what I was talking about. <laughs> it's me, Jerry Potter. Jerry <laughs> 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 <Hi>, Potter. <laughs> I'm very distantly related to Harry Potter. He's my grandma's oh. nephew. <laughs> I want a character. That's gonna be a character. I don't know. This is oh, the like, main character, but I want there like, to be. There's a- one character who, like, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, "Yeah, my cousin's uh, Harry Potter," and then, like, like a couple scenes later, he's like, "Yeah, my like." Second cousin Harry Potter, <laughs> and then oh, by God. the end of it, he's like, "I met Harry Potter in the Juice one time before he was magic." Harry <laughs> was one of the people to be a kid who's like, "My uncle works with Pokemon in Japan. He hits all the cards." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were insinuating that the uh, Pokemon universe is real in this tale. <laughs> oh, no, I, I do want it to be because now it's kind of a Ready Player One <laughs> yeah. with every yeah. fantasy genre. It's sort of like the, the the every man behind every fantasy genre. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Okay. Yes. I mean, I do like this. Yeah, this is like a weird, like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, it really is. Where he's a little bit clean it. And you know what I love about this most is we could put Pokemon and Harry Potter in this because we are beholden to no laws. Yeah, I know. We can definitely... We, I, I, I really want that to be a thing. What if What if the Jerry Potter really wants to be a Pokemon trainer, but his grand... His, like, his grand oh my god, oh, grandma we can't cross that much. Hey, you gotta oh pick up no that rules, Hobart. I was told there were no rules. You gotta pick up the family yeah, business. I think, we do magic. I just want to catch them all, Dad. I feel like that's a really good like background detail like you just see him like running after animals in different worlds thinking about uh, trying to catch him and he, and he just like catches and he's running so fast i thought a pikachu <laughs> he starts taking the spice so he can communicate with the animals and <laughs> just throws balls it's like shit at them go it was it opens with a squirrel like eating a nut and then like a tennis ball comes out of nowhere and just like hits it and he goes <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like his home video of himself trying it out <laughs> okay so how deep do we want to go because this gets really dumb oh, really no. quick yeah. this is just life of the life of squibs <laughs> it's and those it's are not magical people together. in the harry potter universe yeah. Uh, that so who? How about this? How about we try to figure out our character, and then maybe that will inform the rest of these decisions of how we ever want to go. I feel like the story that we like the most is that right that he's passing down, like he the legacy, the legacy of the cleaning. Because I still like sticking with he has to come in and make magical magicalness look like natural. It's the family like, business. That's the family business. The magic cleaners to go in and like. Do we, do we want it to be like? A thing where he doesn't know. He's just like, I don't know. Like, I, What if he's like an orphan? All right. And he has a scar on his foot. No. And, uh, All right. But then, sounds like, familiar. But then like, he's like, he, like one day like his weird uncle shows up and he goes, hey, uh, come with me. I know My name's Bilbo ring. Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like a weird Mel Brooksian spoof. Oh like, my God. Fantasy movie. Oh, this, I mean, this is, this is turning into a spoof movie. Very rapidly. Uh, uh, yeah, we're spoofing it, real good. Uh, I, I think I think the best way to have this character be is for him to be painfully human. And this is like, this yeah. really is like, and it's not like, there's nothing truly special about the people who work for this like magical cleanup thing. It really is kind of like a family business. They just like have like magical like, they're like barely, they, they barely magical. can use magical objects. Like they have to use it to fix shit, but they themselves cannot do it. They, yeah, it's, it's, it's all, yeah, it's all like gained knowledge that they have. Uh, so they like view it very weirdly. It's, it's just, now I imagine kind of like, it's like magical shameless. <laughs> it's like about this like sort of like blue collar family yeah that is Inherits <laughs> it works with magic people I don't know what do we think what do we I, think I honestly love this I mean this is a great avenue I'm really enjoying it I'm trying to find a nice apartment on this avenue for us to for us to settle down and raise a family <laughs> a family of magic cleaners Rand- with the patriarch Joe, Joe Pesci astounding and it's Joe Pesci tr- teaching him the tricks of the tree. He's he's the thing you gotta know about swamp hags. <laughs> you were using this one? Why would you? Why you stupid? Would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's right. He's more of a high pitched. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's very yeah, it's very um. It builds Staten Island. Tell, like, yeah, tell amazing. us more about your very close relative. Well, so like that <laughs> that that part of the family is like <clears throat> they're from Staten Island. They've been there for generations, and they all like. 
hey, how you doing, eh? Like, they all talk like Joe Pesci a little bit. You know, well, they're all very high-pitched. Because they're all related New to New magical, magical New York? <laughs> yeah. What it's, do you think? Is that where this is set? But they're yeah, because like, I think, like, magical, hey, like, Kansas City would be awful. If I have my opinion here, I think New York City is the most magical city in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's sort of... Are we trying to get like, like, a sponsor us? Own, own character? <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> So well, New York City is almost like this, uh, like a like an oh. a spirit that talks to the characters. Wait, uh, wait, what if that literally is like the end? It's like a Ghostbusters type thing where New York City this is literally the Ghostbusters. Where New York City literally comes to life, and that's the last mess he so, has to clean up. <laughs> all the buildings just running around. That's the credits. It's just all the buildings just like dancing and having a goddamn party. They form and it's a fucking like, Megazord. Oh come on! And soar off to the moon. He's like, here we go again. Love that. Uh, We're never gonna be able to clean up all these buildings. (laughs) Hey! This is. They all just send a meteor down. This is the. Oh yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) We can just call down some rocks from heaven and just blow this shit all up. Um, That's how we say it. Okay, great. In New York. In New York. Uh, Okay, we'll do one New York, or is that two? I, I feel love, like we have I to do New York. Genuinely love New York. I a uh, picture of an apple, New York. What? <laughs> God like damn it! <laughs> it doesn't have an apple. It says "I heart New York." There's ones with an apple. There's ones with apples. Yeah, the famous I one is the heart one. one. Yeah. I have the heart one. I really want to make a T-shirt for Chicago that says "I" and then a slice of uh, either deep dish pizza or a Chicago dog. Chicago. I'm sure it exists. Copyright. Copyright. I'm copyright. Sure it I've seen so um, many of those. <laughs> <laughs> My brother. You don't go to any touristy areas. No, do I you? don't. I live here. Why would yeah, I do that? Loop, because That's you have right. friends that come here, and I tell them go do it. Meet up with me later. Um, <laughs> my brother's thirteen years younger than me, and whenever I wear my I Heart New York shirt, he goes, "Hey Richie, why do you love the letters N and Y?" <laughs> so what you're saying gotcha. is your brother is you. He is me. Yes. Yeah, uh, all right. So what are we doing with this? Okay. Amazing idea that so, has no shape. So, uh, well then, I think that rather than it just like being about, it can either be about him just like not wanting to do the job and him just like <laughs> like learning about it and then bailing to go work at some shitty office job and then being like, no, this is my true passion. Or it can be like a whole like there's a big evil coming ac- upon the world I think and he evil. figures it out and he has to stop it. Yeah. I think that through non-magical also or evil. just like, by cleaning means. As, as a nod to another fantasy uh, property, I think there should be this movie should be about two brothers, so two sort of two brothers. Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, is that a Rick and Morty reference you're making? No, that's a Marty brothers. Two brothers. Two brothers. Yeah. Two brothers. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Like, so did you watch that entire show and think that they were brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fundamentally? He calls him Grandpa all the time. I always call your brother Grandpa. My brother grandpa. <laughs> oh, can we write that movie? Next Scrap time, yeah. everything. <laughs> I do oh, love gross. Joe Pesci's his brother and his grandpa. <laughs> it's sort of like, anyway, it's sort of like twins. Hey, but there's a big age difference. Yeah. No. Hey. difference. For, hey. I, I, I think there is an evil being. I do think that evil being does turn New York into a monster. Or an apple. It, it, <laughs> it turns everybody it's, or it it's, just it's, turns it this apple doesn't into what it always was Jerry Potter and the giant apple <laughs> 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 it's just James and the giant peach but the American yeah. version oh yeah you know it the yeah. nasty dirty American oh the gritty God. version of James I and the giant peach so 
Oh, uh, okay, so not that, but I love the idea that, that New York gets turned into a monster. That's very fun. And I do think that's yes, I want I would like two brothers. Very Mario Brothers esque. Great. Love uh, it. Uh, and uh, why not Mario and Luigi? Because that's just perfectly Italian. <laughs> I mean, just make too much. We, we don't have to is like. That, is that too biting? Yeah. Uh, I mean, biting? as long as their last name isn't also Mario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mario, Luigi, and I do, Luigi. I do want to say. I do want to say if this is going to take place on Staten Island, it's Mario. Mario. Yeah. Mario. It's true. And Luai guy. <laughs> hey, it's the white guy, eh? Mario, look at this white guy over here. Hey, the guy. Hey, you, the... you look at me. Am, am I the remind you of a white guy? Do I entertain you? Do I make you laugh? Hey, I'm doing magic over here. <laughs> hey. Yeah, everybody thinks pew, the pew. New York saying is like, oh, look at this wise guy over here. But no, it's actually, look at this Luai guy over here. <laughs> look, at this guy. look at this wizard over here. It's Luai guys and Luai gals. Those oh. are the two genders. <laughs> so the evil Luigi's are the shy guys. And I'm attracted to both oh of the God. two genders. <laughs> All two. Luai guy and Mario. <laughs> Luai guy and Mario. There's Luai guys and there's Marios. If you're not I, one, I, you're I the other. Sure, I we sure. are getting so <laughs> off the rails again. <laughs> I picture Lastly, on this, I picture Luai guy being spelled L O O G I and then Mario being spelled M A R Y O. I love that. Can that be canon? That's I mean, canon. this could be a, a fantasy. Are we calling them Luai guy and Mario? Because that's my favorite thing. Uh, okay, their names are Luai guy and Mario. Oh my god, Tucker, congratulations. You just congratulations the stupidest on the dumbest thing we've ever written to a script. Oh my god! It's not even a good pun. We're gonna listen to this later. So this has got to be. I mean, this has got to be like a sort of like magical version of like this isn't. Mm -hmm. I I think at this point we can't have it be New York, New York with the magic. New York, New York. I think it's gonna be like a fantasy. No, you're right. We have to keep it. Ignore everything I just said. It's a it's a fantasy Staten Island. So it doesn't even necessarily have to reference New York City or America at all. It's just that kind of like. Well, no, I actually take back what I just said. It's right. Um, we can cut all this out. <laughs> we'll get it in post. We'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the Mario Brothers movie, they are in actual New York, and then it's there's the underworld, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a very bad movie. No. I always liked it as a kid. And I still like it. I've never watched it, I, watched it as an adult. I don't think it necessarily will hold I, I think the most beautiful thing about the... I've, I really like that movie, actually. And I re- recently rewatched it. I know it's been kind of going up a, a critical reevaluation recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's just so fan, like weird to see a movie about a video game made before anyone knew that they were going to make movies about video games. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we don't have to be beholden to anything in the video. And they (laughs) picked one that doesn't even have a fucking plot at all. Uh And what they did with it, I think, is really, really fun. Even if it's Minisode here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A critical Which honestly will probably be released before this. But yeah, I think yeah. importantly, it's like getting back to the, the. Is it still the initial like handing down up to these brothers? Like they have to take over this business and they don't want to do it because they want to be Pokemon trainers. Are we ditching? Oh, 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 you're right. We do have that gym. Well, uh, okay. So, so okay. To bring us back onto track. Right. Uh, so we're talking about it being a whole business. I think that there is a team of misfits that they have to bring together and each one has its own special skills and one can be obsessed with Pokemon and I think our main guy has to be like the magic cleaner. Like he's the one from the outside and he's suddenly the leader of this group. Mm -hmm. And so I think we can pick the different, like each one has its own special skill and like area that they're good in and that will help them defeat the bad guy. 
Okay. No, I'm, I'm with you on this. Uh, okay, so then it's like... Is it then kind of like a neighborhood story? Because it's like, not only is this guy the guy who like hides these things, but then he kind of has to be like, oh, listen, all of us magic folk in the... Well, I think they all work for the same magical... Oh, so they're employees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but they all have different specialties. Okay, yeah. I see what you yeah. mean. It's like, yeah, okay, plumber versus electrician. Like, it's still like they're mm-hmm. all like the utilities people for the magic community, but... Yeah. Exactly. Who do you call? The guy to clean up the dragon corpse or the guy to, like, yeah, put the ghost back in the weird <laughs> magic urn? Are you going to call one guy just to clean up the corpse and just <laughs> leave the ghost flying around? <laughs> no, you need the whole team. <laughs> Uh, so then, that that is a very important question then, because what are is the Ghostbusters a, in it? Are the, are, no, come on, we can't keep no, piling on. Them. Are they? Because we can't okay. have them in it. But what is the thing that unites all these things? Uh, America, the patriotism. Evil. Okay, weird, uh, and not what I mean at all. Like, what's the bad guy? Uh, America, America, patriotism. patriotism. <laughs> oh man, what if they clean up Nazism? Like Nazism is not. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, topical, oh jeez. The, <laughs> the biggest bad guy in my mind is orange. He's sitting in the White House. Is it? I a, mean, well, is, it know, I mean okay, is it a Halloween demon? Is it a Halloween demon? We've already done. We've already uh, so. The, I I normally we avoid doing Trump stuff, but who? Oh, come on. <laughs> but, oh, I just call him the clown. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> if you're thinking about villainous figures in New York, uh, real estate tycoon oh, is man. the big, you know, that's what oh, comes to mind for they're, New York. They're, they're the gentrifying the neighborhood. Yeah, they're maybe that's, that's what I'm that's saying. It's like, it doesn't have to be rent, Trump, but they're, like, they're yeah. renting the neighborhood. Yeah. Evil yeah. magicians real are using magic to gentrify the neighborhood, and they have to, like, create whole <laughs> or something like that. You, know you know what? I, I actually really want. I, I'm actually kind of thinking that the uh, the villain should be completely non magical. He's just a dick. Ah, it's just like they're buying up all mm. their houses. Like that's like. Yeah, what do they do with all the magic? Turn huh? into a what do they do with all the magic then? Well, that's we mean. What? Where? What? Do they just? Do they have their job and then they just go pick it afterwards? Pick it? What do you mean? Like, oh, like. What are you talking about? How like, are they going to use their magical their, jobs to stop a guy from just buying yeah. their... Well, no, they just use play. their magical. <laughs> well, their, their job is that they clean up messes made by magical people. Yeah. So the mess that they would have to clean up would have to be magical. And also, New York City has to turn into a monster somehow. <laughs> well, I, I guess I, guess I mean, probably... if it's gentrified, it is a monster. Hey... What, 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 if, what if there was a magical cause behind this real estate tycoon buying up the whole neighborhood? And yeah, sort of like, like a magical temple magical. underneath or something. Yeah, but you find out he actually is or, magical. Or a gem or just a... He's like some sort gun. of big bad wizard. But it doesn't seem like uh, that initially. A, he's, he's fronting as a real yeah. estate developer. But really he's got all these magical powers that are... He's like... You know, so cursing like, people well, also, to that's sell like, their property. That's like the thing. It's like, like all yeah. these times, like people are trying to go with the match people. It's not really worked. But like this guy is smart enough to know, like, oh, you know, they can't stop banks foreclosing on their buildings. Um, but deep okay. down, it's oh, he's magic. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. So, so attack just a, so he's just a they greasy guy who has magic. Yeah, they they can't protect themselves from that sort of attack. But he actually is, and then the reasoning he's will be because well. he's trying to. Yeah. 
Oh, and then they have to bring the whole magic community together to like yeah. stop them. Gotcha. And so no now one them because they're just the nasty little cleanup. Now it's sort of like now that we're now there's a a, a, a big smack of uh, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit in this. Oh, I've seen Who's Who Framed Roger Rabbit in this movie. from the beginning. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it really. As soon as we were like, let's oh, put like, every yeah. genre together, I was like, oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Let me try that and, one more time. A, let's get a clean uh, one of that. <clears throat> who Framed Roger Rabbit? Great. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so it's... Do you want more takes? Can, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the at the beginning, so it says, Welcome to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, so I'll make sure to do all of these notes. <laughs> Anytime I say any kind of noun, just I will, yes. Out. This is going to be the Mad Libs version of the podcast, <laughs> where I switch around all the nouns and uh, verbs. Love it. Uh, uh, what okay. what if, uh, <laughs> what about, uh, as a nod to that, can we have the brothers be last name Rabbit? Like, the family's called, the, the family... Luigi and rabbit. Mario Rabbit? <laughs> oh, uh, like... It's, it's a Luai guy. Luai guy, Luai guy, and Mario Rabbit. Rabito. <laughs> what? To say Italian. I don't know that Rabito is Italian. <laughs> you just added O in an accent. Rabito. Rabito. Right, what do we think? Uh, I, I, okay, so I really love the idea that they that there's like. They have to use both of their powers. Mm-hmm. The powers of them being just non magical jerks who live in the real world. And the powers of like magic to like they gotta use all of it. So I mm-hmm. love that. Okay, very good. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, very good. Uh, so we have our two brothers, two Mario brothers. and Louie guy. Louie guy. Louie guy. Sorry, that's gonna be tough. Uh, yeah, gotta, it's gonna be tough to figure, really fuck up the pronunciation. L O O I. So Lou. I think we're gonna have to do a phonetic spelling every single time. This is gonna be the most fun for the readers of this. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so uh, so the the guy is a big real estate developer, and he's and and we think it's just for uh, capitalistic reasons that he's buying all this land, but it's actually for magical reasons. What's the magical reason? Right, that's, he wants yeah. to turn New York City into a monster. Oh, and the, that's oh, the heart yeah. of the city is there. The heart, they live in the heart of the city. Yes, and they, yeah. and, he has, and they have to capture the heart of the. Oh man, that's, I will that's say, beautiful. Honestly, I do say we are writing only male characters right now, so we should. Uh, consider. We didn't say that. I know. No, well, the we like, specifically we like specifically. That's what I'm saying. We should. But name three. Yeah. yeah, we should just do that. We'll put some ladies in there. We always do. No, let's write it all. Let's write the Expendables. <laughs> New York magic. City, yeah, New York City, but only men. <laughs> uh, that's my kind of um, New York City. What if the Joe Pesci? Gra- <laughs> I forgot about character. Joe Pesci. How could you? The, gra- the patriarch. What if he was a matriarch and it was Josephina Pesci who had the same <laughs> like style, so like Joe, Joe Pesci and drag. You want Joe <laughs> Pesci and drag? I want a, a matriarch version of Joe Pesci. Well, okay, who is who is the perfect counterbalance to Joe Pesci? No Who one. is an actress? He stands alone. Oh, no. Yeah, like Marissa Tomei, I guess. Oh, that would be really fun. Marissa Tomei. Uh, oh, or yeah. They literally started together, My Cousin Vinny. What a great Oh, of course. It's great <laughs> item. True. What a it's, great that's another film. fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. So she oh, has yeah. an age, and I'm pretty sure he has. She's uh, great. I, I actually really like the pairing of Marissa Tomei <laughs> and uh, Joe Pesci. It's the same character. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, they're, basically. They're basically the old couple in The Princess Bride. Yes, yes, it really they're is. Like, yeah. arc, they're arguing in Scotland. They're very like, what? Yeah. Did you give him the wand? <laughs> yeah. 
I gave him the wand. Come on. He doesn't need more than one wand. Give him another wand. <laughs> Just give him both your wands. If you drop one, you got another one. You're not going to go out with I've a got spell. A, i got a wand here in my Do you voice. know how much Just these wands me. cost? Do you know? Uh, great. Make sure you write that down. You're going to see that later in this podcast. <laughs> Just edit that clip back in. Um, okay. So the the real estate developer is trying to get to the heart of the city, and mm-hmm. his uh, grandfather and grandmother, uh, maybe they become under the influence of this guy. They get drunk. Well, they just mm-hmm. like well, no, because we yes. wanted to pass. I guess we're abandoning the whole passing on thing. I guess. Well, I think he's still getting old. It's like the family business. Right. Well, yeah. what if he gets? What if the grandparents get like under the guy, the developer's control, and he's about to sell them the thing, and that's when they discover that he's also magic, and he's got mm-hmm. and they see him like going like, Ooh. Ooh, like, like they almost like the yes, almost he always like wiggles the his fingers to cast spells. Magic. <laughs> Each finger is like just a like Harry wand. Potter, and Harry Potter takes out his hand and he waves him in <laughs> Voldemort, and he plays a tiny <laughs> piano. <laughs> yeah. Um, a uh, I love that. Um, okay, so let's let's flesh out the the uh, the the, the crew. family, the crew. Well, I, I think I they, think the family is just him and his I want, I want a, like I a want Spider-Man a sister. Stitch. I want a sister to go with a Mary, guy? Mario and the Y guy. Mario is the girl's name. <laughs> Should it be? Oh no, I was I was gonna give a third because I have two brothers and one sister. Oh. So we have like a yeah, it's like a, you know and, the, the family's really entrenched in this. I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, her name is uh, Pietch. <laughs> P.A. I feel like calling someone Peach, though, is also kind of stand on. <laughs> hey, Peach. Like, hey, she my Peach. Peachy. You know, yeah, she Peachy. Peachy, babe. Uh, Peachy. That's her name. She's Peachy? The, she's the princess. Mario, Luigi, and Peachy. <laughs> oh, I feel like hey, this my like little princess. Staten Island princess, though. With some big hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's a lot of... Oh, man. Okay, I'm really enjoying this. All right. Is it the three of them having the family business? Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's yeah, they all kind of go on these missions together. And they like drive in this big old shitty white van. Yeah, full of magic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of witches' brooms, but they just play it off like it's cleaning equipment. <laughs> oh, these old things. <laughs> I'm definitely imagining uh, Peachy is uh, like the, the sort of like competent one, as the two brothers sort of always fumble through everything they do. Mm-hmm. Especially Luai guy, we have to say true to. Uh, uh, Luigi, he's, yeah, he's got to be like too tall and just <laughs> big gangly. <goober. laughs> yeah. He's as tall as the biggest building in New York City. Right? Yeah. Okay, so one brother's <laughs> seventy stories tall, and what the other one is only three inches. What if that's part of his power, though? Is they almost have like again? Now, okay, so he's oh, like a super. No, that's DC. That's the that's he, he can, Nate Chuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can, the one <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> Luigi was my favorite one. He was just a guy who got bigger and would take people off of like trees yeah, yeah. and buildings. It was like, hey, Chuck, you're, you're uh, not using that power all the way. <laughs> what if I'm a, other things you could do? I'm a tall man and I can carry small people. <laughs> I turn into a ladder. When... <laughs> <laughs> and here you go. Is that good that Luigi part of his magic powers, or he can turn into the size? of I think the they have all kinds that... of magic powers because that's mm-hmm. an analysis. Yeah, they gotta have all. I mean, turning them to the side of the building, especially as they fight off, uh, fight the whole city monster. Oh, I love that. Be a beautiful image. Uh, so let's save that. Uh, I think both. That, of, we're not getting rid of that. I think uh, all I, all three of them can probably because we can't just have one guy. Do they this, transform? 
Are they yes. robots in disguise? I mean, if they <laughs> magicians in disguise. If part of the fantasy world they brought in was sort of like a oh, what's giant robot, yeah, a Power Rangers thing, and like they called them Zords. I mean, I wouldn't be not okay with that. We we said new rules just right. This is our Outback episode. We can let's, let's get the whole blooming engine and eat oh it. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so we have our our three siblings. We have the mom and the father. Uh, we have uh, I think. They're, these are going to be older kids, so I think that Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei at their current ages are yeah, acceptable parent. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, bad guy, who we thinking? I like going with like Trump pre politics. Like, yeah, well, he's, we're not going to so put Trump day. in a movie. Well, but, sure, but like that, that archetype. Yeah, I mean, now oh, I am because oh, Trump. Oh, I mean, well, Trump Owen is Wilson? an actor. That's kind of fun. He was Owen in Wilson Home Alone too, and Owen, I'm th- I'm picturing Owen Wilson Austin in here? Wolf of Wall Street, where he plays like the oh, manager guy, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. doing coke at the at the yeah. brunch, brunch table. I mean, yeah, the one that popped in my head first was actually Woody Harrelson. Okay, I mean, we, have, we, we have a great. We don't have to come to the decision of this is not real uh-huh. unless you guys want to make it real Hollywood. Uh, but please, uh, please uh, okay, this real. so we have our let's get some other characters. Like you said, the team. So we have our villain. We have our. Our back cat. We've got to have a we've got to have a lanky awkward guy. We have Luai guy, but do we want another one? Like so a, lanky, okay, like a really I, depressing lug. I, I think as you pitch this, it's also important to pitch the genre they're coming from. Hmm. So I think oh, yeah. so genre fantasy. Uh, so so like think of the genre that you want to see a character from. Lanky awkward guy. So, like how I'm pitching the Dune kind of vibes. He's like he like he's deals with like interplanetary mm-hmm. sort of like dip, yeah. diplomatic kind of things. <laughs> he's like okay sure. Yeah he's like well I just gave him 10 pounds of spice and they decided not to blow up New York so. <sighs> it's just very like I'll be in the break room. Misanthropic <laughs> and like, nonchalant about it. I think there should be one guy who's an orc, but everybody plays him off like he's just the ugly guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> that bad. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I like a, a He's a, like a, a, non, a, a non-human species. Yeah. Yeah, he's a non-human species. Also a Hellboy vibe. <laughs> yeah. Is that like literally a plot point of that Netflix show Bright? Um, uh, I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, is not I feel oh, like they... Yeah. I feel well, like no, orc... that makes it about race, and this is not about race. Well, I think I think that in that series they make orcs like the black people. Of yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not That's not really what that. I meant. I just meant no, that he's an orc existing among humans, mm-hmm. and nobody calls him out for being an orc because they all just play it off like yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not no, He's really from, like, a interdimensional <laughs> monster <laughs> uh, group. I kind of want... Um, some kind of humanoid creature from the Star Wars universe. Oh hell yeah! Please, 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 please. Oh, what if you uh, some oh, kind of like a Padawan. force user? Oh, I guess. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh, a Jedi Knight would be fun, huh? But they're gray force user. There's light and there's dark and there's gray, and they just do. They just help the natural or, world along. What if we had a Jedi and a Sith? And they have to, and they they have to work together and they're constantly fighting. Like, Love that. <laughs> they're actually like twins. Yeah. Uh, we already have siblings. I think they should have some of their. Yeah, but they're like, maybe they're just like, they have some sort of weird friendship based on this job, but. They're dating. They sure, do. why what? not? Megan, that's, that's fun. They're dating. So. Oh my god. Oh my god, like, yeah, that's great. That's its own whole That's fun. Uh, Spin offs, hey. I think uh, if we're going to have someone from the Harry Potter universe, it should be like, yeah, they're, they're sort of like arcane arts person is like way too young. Or it's like an herbologist. <laughs> I know plants. <laughs> Shut up, Jimmy. No one cares about your plants. I'm Jimmy. I know all plants. Right, these are all such fun characters. Uh, other fun fantasy genres. Let's just pitch them. Come on. Uh, uh, oh, if there's a Lord of the Rings one, it's going to be... Oh, a dwarf. 
Well, I thought that was like, uh, where the orc came from. Right? Oh, the orc? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, orc. How about we just fun. have a giant eagle flying <laughs> the city? That's their transportation. Never helping. Um, they can all fly. Oh, there's going to be a wizard, like a, a more traditional wizard, not like a Harry Potter a wizard. wizard. Like a Merlin type? I was thinking like a druid kind of thing. Okay. Like a, that... Like he is a tree, like Treebeard from. I mean, we could have an int. That'd be an fun. Ent? In New York City, yeah, right. He, yeah, he my district is the park. park. I try just to stay there. Uh, what are you thinking, Richie? That's like a what, I... six, seven person crew. I feel like that's a that's this typical, you know, well, adventure let, movie let's crew. See what right? else we got? Okay, uh, sorry, you're right. I'm not an improv guy. Sorry. Uh, I. I don't have anything. Right. Uh, Great. I I think we did it. We forgot uh, <laughs> what uh, Ghostbusters. Someone to be a sort of like a, the paranormal. Bustin does oh, make me feel good. Yeah, maybe not, it doesn't even have to be like a Ghostbuster. It could be just like yeah. a yeah, a paranormal. Oh, a Zelda Ruben, uh, like uh, Rubenstein esque. I was going to say Ruben esque. No, Zelda Rubenstein, who played the uh, uh, she plays uh, the medium in the Poltergeist the movies. Sandwich. You know, like that. This house is clean. Oh my god! This house yeah, is like clean. a seer. Oh, like, like a, a, yeah, it's a little like a mystic. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a clairvoyant who can just uh, like she sages just constantly. Yes, I don't know. Don't like it. And she's but a cute old lady. She's a cute old southern woman. Yeah, uh, like Laura Rubenstein. She's wearing fucking turquoise all the time. And then, Love it. The, and then it turns out she's also a ghost. Yeah, that's, that's, her, that's her power. She's, is she's, I'm also dead. She's been dead for 200 years. I'm also years. a dead person. It's not entirely clean. <laughs> um, the house oh is man. clean except for me. The house is mostly clean. It'll be perfect when I leave. <laughs> she just sages herself and... <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Oops. Bye. Okay. So that's like she have... bails on a party real quick. Bye, Eddie. <laughs> Wait, well, so our team is... We have the three uh, the siblings... Three siblings. Uh, the Mario, humans, Luai guy, and Peachy. Peachy. Uh, we have uh, the uh, a sort of we don't have. I don't. I don't think we should be specific about these things. We have a sort of intergalactic knight and a sort of intergalactic bad knight. <laughs> uh, we have a medium who contacts ghosts. We have. You might also uh, be one. We have an orc. Like a straight up orc. Uh, we have. Just as uh, we have a. Um, oh, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. Help me, boys. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, a very young, uh, like sort of like almost in Yes, a, a boy, a, a Harry girl, Potter. a girl wizard. Because I do like your name. Uh, yeah, uh, so and um, uh, uh, then you wanted a Dune person. Oh, and, and yes, this sort of oh, intergalactic yes. diplomat. Yeah, a very morose I feel like, do you feel like, diplomat. Do you feel like the the space warriors and the space diplomat is that too much space stuff they or? could be the same i mean technically yeah, the a, jedi a, knights were diplomats i was imagining that That's the fair. sort of point of view of the intergalactic big dune character would be that this is very insulting that he is in new york city on the planet earth he's on the, in the space planet yeah in the space of like the galaxy oh, that's funny. like being in a small town like it, it kind of sucks there are literally no jedi there <laughs> yeah. there are jedi in this universe and he's stuck on earth <laughs> with two okay. jedi that hate each other so there's spice wars and going on in the next nebula and here mm-hmm. i am fucking dealing they with might be and a wizard <laughs> that's fine with me hell yeah dude that's fine with me um, great. Do we want to name them, or do we? Ju- we'll just figure out the names later. Um, It'll be fun to create weird fantasy names. I don't think we need to try to create fantasy names now, or else we'll end up with names like George Lucas always comes up with. 
Uh, like sleaze bago. <laughs> can George Lucas be in this film, and can he just have the shit beaten out of him? He's yeah. a prisoner when they go by, and like, there's at a prison level. Please, please, <laughs> I'll take out the walkie-talkies. I swear. <laughs> Han won't shoot first. Han won't shoot first. Let me, let me go. Uh, wait, the space jail where? No, it's, it's I, I they, the, he, it begins. I just imagine the they have like a, a jail floor. Or something. It begins with know. the trial of George Lucas. Oh, and like you're oh, guilty of creating okay, Jar Jar yes. Binks. Okay, this is all stuff that's not gonna go in. It's not. Um, okay, <laughs> we've spun out we've, from our original core concept a lot of times. Oh, Remember we created the names get, Mario and Luai guy. <laughs> never forget Peachy. Um, so okay, so then the plot of this film is that. Uh, uh, Joe Pesci and, Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei they, sons and daughters they have they have uh, sons and daughters who run the family business which is cleaning up magical uh, like mm. just paranormal magical non-normal Nonsense. messes yeah, um, that cr- cover a multiplicity of universes and all take place in New York City uh, they also work with a crew of other people who I'm not going to enumerate now because we've already done that I, I like to mention they call them the specialists and it's like, oh, it's a ghost thing. Bring in, bring in the ghost specialist, uh, Martha, uh, whatever, <laughs> Stewart. Um, <laughs> what if the movie's called The Specialist? No, it's a good thing. Like uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Uh, so they have to. So they have to go around in a an old white van, uh, full of magical objects, uh, cleaning up after all these messes. And then uh, there's a guy who's buying up parts of New York, and he's trying to buy their neighborhood. And that because it's the heart of the city, and if he buys the heart, then he can control it. And so he tricks the grandparents into like buying it. New York City turns into a monster, and then they have to fight it and bring it back to normal. I love that. Oh, I love it. So good. We found a movie before it 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 crosses the state of New York and eats Albany. No, (laughs) because this guy's out to get the governor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, I I have three things that we need to do. Before we leave, one is I do think we should name the bad guy. Chuck. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, Schumer. <gasps> oh, no, he's, a, he's an alright guy. He's alright. Uh, uh, what about a uh, uh, what's what's like a cool like not a Trump but like another name that like you know a a asshole would brand on buildings constantly. Um, like, but also sounds kind of magical. Yeah, that's the... like Hexton. Steinbrenner. That's a <laughs> And he owns the Yankees. Uh, we have Larry David play the character. <laughs> Ooh, I do like that. Um, um, just another old dude? Let's see. Uh, Wish. Ooh. John Wish. John That's actually Wish. really good. John Keanu Reeves. Wish. John, John Wish. <laughs> John, John Wick is in this film. Yeah, and he's John it's Wick. A, you see Keanu Reeves no, holding actually, a gun close and saying, I hope all these bullets hit people in the head. And then he's... Like, okay, 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 Why would he say, okay, okay, okay. oh, wish. Oh, sorry. I forgot this was a wish. Like he's just shooting wish. bullets. Oh, my bad. Keanu Reeves is very humble. He's not going to assume. It's a, what a done deal. Okay, so John Wish. Fucking love that. Uh, okay, next. We need to come up with the uh, name of the movie and then we need to pick the scenes we're going to write. Uh, we have the specialist. Specialist out there. Specialist isn't bad. Uh, I like uh, I like like cleanup crew or just like uh, literally magic clean. Magic yeah. clean isn't magic bad clean either. Is not bad. Isn't that already a thing? Yeah. 
We could just bring that into the universe. <laughs> we call him Mr. Clean. That's not a thing, right? Mr. Clean? <laughs> Joe Pesci's bald and always wears whiteness. <laughs> into it. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, the Cleaners is that's too generic. It's, I feel like it's been um, done also. Uh, the Cleaning Specialists? Uh, New York Sanitation Department. <laughs> I like the specialists. I, I picture of a wand in white. Oh my god. <laughs> I wand NY. What if we? I wand NY. What if we had a pictogram as the title? I, I wand NY. I mean, it's gonna be hell on doing the title for this bastard, but I wand NY. Uh, I dig that quite I a love bit, actually. I so uh, what if it was just like dash 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 asterisks in the? I'm now trying to think of how I'm gonna type this out later. Uh, uh, I, you don't uh, want to. I wanted. I <laughs> I, you don't like. I wanted. That'll no, that'll I, be I, on I, the that'll yeah. be on the van. Yeah. All right. Uh, what if that's the name of the cleaning company? Is I wanted. What if it was? Uh, what if the like phone number spelled out something fun, like one eight hundred eight hundred five eight C? Yeah, puke shit. It's like C L N M G I C I C. Clean magic. <laughs> clean magic. Clean magic. Hey, clean magic. Yeah. What about just clean magic? Clean magic? <sighs> I feel like I'm playing categories right now. Magitors. That's what I was Magitors. Magitors. Mangitors. You know what? Clean magic is kind of getting the spot for me. I kind of like it to have. I'm a also not imagining this like here's a here's John Carpenter esque theme song. I think song. another important Queen point is Queen Magic. <laughs> a lot of hokey kind of fantasy films always have like really long titles, where it's like Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, or Harry oh, Potter and the Sorcerer's so, so, Stone. So, so, Mr. This was a young adult. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's a dumb, super. It's right, like a uh, five to nine word title. You know what I mean? It it would be like Clean Magic Crew and. Uh, the John or, and clean, the, heart of the clean magic crew eats the big apple or something like that. <laughs> or in the heart of the city. The, yeah, the I like I like the I like the heart of the city or the heart of New York. Yeah, but that gives it away. Heart. If we if we heart say like the, the clean is... magic crew and the the clean magic crew in the heart of New York, I think that really tells you exactly what you're getting your sweet. Yeah, I love it. Into. It also Ooh, sounds like it that. sets up for the franchise. Because mm-hmm, then we got oh, the heart okay. of Nashville. Yeah, different. You're right. They can go to Toronto. <laughs> well, that's not really what I was imagining, but they have to say, was to be like the sinister subway. Or... John, John Wish has, just... has to try to take over Chicago. And, uh, <laughs> and he comes to find that it's already been taken over. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay, so the, the Clean Magic crew in the heart of New York. I like that. Wow, what a yeah. dumbass title. <laughs> For a dumbass movie. It's so fucking dumb. Okay, very good. What's our scenes, boys? Oh, yeah. Uh, so okay. you get to pick your yeah, first, first scene. Pick, uh, pick any scene you imagine would be in this movie. Um, I mean, obviously there's the scene where there's the big battle at the end. right? Do it! Mm-hmm. Where it's like there's all the buildings. Take and it! Mario and Luai Guy become giant mm-hmm. building-sized people in you order have to fight to. buildings. You, you must. Want, you want it so bad. I do, man. All right, so Tucker's taking the and ending. And then the rest of the crew just flies around like the Avengers and kind of does stuff, but you're like, that is not even helping. <laughs> you're just fighting the small guys. You're just fighting the ball Come on, guys. Jerry Potter. <laughs> I did. Jerry Potter has to be the, the name of the little boy wizard. <laughs> sure. Like, sure, absolutely. There's so many fucking characters in this movie. <laughs> uh, anyone uh, else have anyone they want to do? Um, I kind of want to do just like... I, I just want to... 
I kind of want to do a montage of them just cleaning different yeah. things. I feel like do it's it. the opening scene. Yeah, right. and then I, I really like the idea of shaving down a unicorn horn just to make a field of horses. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> um, I think I would like to sort of be the lead into Tucker's scene and have uh, John Wish bring the city to life. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah the confrontation. Uh, and then I think I will do. Um, then uh, uh, I gotta do a scene at their home after the sort of montage, and that's when there's sort of this sort of general idea that uh, that this guy's buying up the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like they're all at home. They're like, wa- they're like walking by, and they're just like, "Oh, Mr. So-and-so, you're moving out of the neighborhood." Another wish sign, yeah. huh? Wow. And they get home. They got a letter or two. And the mom and dad are talking about it. Maybe they realize something's up. They don't sound like themselves. All they gave me was these magic beans. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll bury them well, in my basement. Oh, we've we've done this Bye. before. Uh, okay, that's our three. That's our uh, four scenes. I love it, my man. God, what a weird oh ass movie we've I'm created. so excited to see. I am this not shit, disappointed dude. in our first so foray into fantasy, gentlemen. Uh, so uh, we're now about to step into the writers' room, so we can write scenes from. Clean Magic Crew, the heart of New York. And the heart of New York, baby. Uh, We're going to head out, and I guess it's time that we... Please make this! Oh my 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 god, man. What? Very good. Please, 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 please. Won't you please make this? Hi everybody and welcome back to Please Make This. We just left the writer's room and we're sweating. Um, oh, we're sweating alright. Uh, and we wrote the, the Clean Magic Crew in the heart of New York and we're <laughs> surrounded by actors. Right it's like we're in the heart of New York actors. right now. <laughs> <laughs> every, every single person in this room is walking here. Um, <laughs> my name is Richie Owens. I'm one of the hosts and writers uh, for this week. Uh, my name is Herbert Thompson. I'm one of the hosts and writers for this week. Uh, my name is Spencer Blair. I'm one of the hosts and writers every week. Wow. <laughs> I am We've t- been guest stars the whole time. <laughs> Twist! My <laughs> podcast. I'm Tucker Millette. I was the special guest writer for this week. Uh, only this week. <laughs> but you did such a great job. We're so excited to read these scripts. Let's meet some actors. Uh, I'm Maggie Gates. Are we doing last names? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm Maggie Gates. Um, I'm playing Barbie LaCroix, who I'm told to read like a poltergeist person. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Perfect. And then a receptionist who's either is Morticia, but it's it's spelled like Morticia. <laughs> hard T, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Peter Olshovka, and I will be playing Luai Guy this evening. <laughs> yeah, Luai Guy. That's it. <laughs> uh, I'm Will Stag, and I will play, be playing Ogan Pond. Sup, John Wish Anonymous. <laughs> oh man! Uh, our first, our first method actor. <laughs> we have Daniel Day Lewis playing John Wish. <laughs> Um, I'm Bridget Neary, and I'm playing Morgana Lees. Oh, it's me. I'm Lily Reed, and I'm playing Peachy. That would be really annoying. Uh, I'm Matt Rorty. I'm playing Mario. 
<laughs> yes, please read the names as they were written. Uh, I think we're ready to dive on in, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the first script is mine, uh, and uh, this is the very beginning of the movie, and it's going to be kind of a montage of them on the job. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Exterior. A large old tree. Afternoon. A large ancient tree, seemingly hundreds of years old. It is also absurdly high to the point where there are only clouds and blue sky surrounding it. Two sides of a rope are hanging in the center of the frame, seemingly slung over a branch. After a moment, we see Mario being slowly pulled into frame. He is sitting on a bench and being tugged up by someone lower on the tree. He is holding a butterfly net and a mason jar. Hey, I'm Mario, and you just caught me in the middle of work. It's a pretty good day since I pulled the long straw and don't have to lift my brother Luai guy up Yggdrasil. Shot down to the lower branch where Luai guy is pulling the other end of the rope, lifting Mario higher. Luai guy is red-faced and panting with effort. Back to Mario, who is just sitting casually. Although, can you really be considered lucky if all you have holding you up while you climb to the top of the tree of life is your spindly little brother? Eh, I can't complain. Not too much. At this, Mario reaches a large, moss-covered branch. There are small holes in the branch. Hey, blue eye guy! That's good! You got it. Let's pick up the pace a little, though, eh? I'm going as fast as I can! Mario shakes his head, then gets to work. He purses his lips and starts gently whistling. Little beetles start poking their heads out of the holes in the branch, clearly interested in the music. Once they reach a certain point, Mario slams his fist onto the branch with a thud. All of the beetles shoot out of the holes and into the air where they float, glowing brightly. With one fell swoop, Mario catches all of the beetles in the butterfly net. All right! I'm good to go! You got it! Mario starts going back down, thanks to his brother. As he is descending, he is placing the glowing beetles inside the glass jar. He puts them all in, shakes it a little bit, and the jar glows with a dim, bluish light. Mario smiles, satisfied. Interior, the clean magic van. Afternoon. At the base of the tree, there is an old white van. It is dingy, has a bunch of minor dents, and on the side of it is an old painting of a small man and woman holding brooms and smiling broadly. It says, clean magic gets you clean. Like magic. (laughs) The paint is old and chipping. Mario goes to sit in the driver's seat, but it is locked. Peachy leans forward and waves at him, grinning broadly. Peachy! Get out of there! You know I do all the driving. Hey, I've got my permit and I'm allowed to drive just as much as you can. That's what Grandma says. Well, Grandma ain't here, so I do the driving. This ain't like those carts we practice on. People in the city drive like loons. Well, you can at least get these to come along every now and then. You want to come along? Who's going to watch the van? You could just not leave the keys... You sound so much like the taxi cab from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. (laughs) 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 Ah, Judge Dom's chasing us! Well, it's supposed to be like, because Bob Hoskins is the one who plays uh, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't know you were in this movie, right? You have two method actors. (laughs) 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 Please, I'm sorry. Oh, my. 
You could just not leave the keys in the, the ignition. Peachy slides over into the passenger seat. The Y guy climbs into the back holding a bunch of rope and closes the lighting door with a loud clang. Mario gets into the driver's seat and hands Peachy the jar. She stares at it with intense fascination. Mario grabs the keys in the ignition and starts the van. Exterior, the back of the clean magic van. Afternoon. As Mario starts the van, there's a loud sound of the engine backfiring. A bunch of smoke billows out of the exhaust, and we follow it up and see that painted on the back of the van is the iconic I Heart New York. They drive away from Yggdrasil, which is seemingly located in the middle of Central Park. <laughs> Interior, a dirt tunnel underground. Mario and the Y guy are walking in a very dark tunnel and holding old flashlights. Mario is also holding a large basket. The Y guy is carrying the jar full of beetles, and they are glowing lightly. I mean, I could complain, but what's the point? I'm working. I'm working with my family, and I guess I like what I do. For hundreds of years, my family has been cleaning up after the magical, mystical, or otherwise just weird folks that don't know how to clean up after themselves. As they are walking through the tunnel, there is a loud sound, and it suddenly starts shaking violently. Some dirt and dust falls from the top of the tunnel. M-Train. I guess it's running express today. Mario shrugs. They keep walking. They eventually reach a small patch of plants. The Y guy shines his flashlight over the plants, and we see that they are very low to the ground and have huge bulbs. Mario lightly smacks him on the back of the head. Hey! Don't do that! What? Those are moonflowers! They hate bright light! I was just checking. Well, stop just checking and start picking! They switch their flashlights off. The Y guy shakes up the jar full of the beetles. Their dim blue light fills the tunnel. At this, the moonflowers slowly open their bulbs, revealing large, white, glowing orbs in the bulbs that each, of, that each look like tiny moons. Mario and the Y guy start picking them. Exterior, underground tunnel, dark. Mario and the Y guy are dirty and, and exiting a subway terminal, terminal with the moonflowers covered in a thick blanket. They duck under a rope with a sign that says, out of service. They're walking towards the old van. Peachy is sitting in the driver's seat, blowing bubbles with her gum. She honks the horn lightly. Mario shakes his head and points to the passenger seat. Peachy shifts over to the passenger seat and rolls her eyes. Exterior, the back of the clean magic van, dusk. Mario starts the van up again. We hear it backfire, see the exhaust and the iHeart New York painting as it drives off into a crowd of taxis. Exterior, New York City Zoo, night. Mario and the Y guy are walking through the zoo unaccompanied. The full moon is high in the sky. The Y guy is holding the basket full of moonflowers, and there is a slight white glow coming from beneath the blankets. They walk to a gate, and Mario unlocks it with a key, with a key off an enormous key ring. Seriously, there are hundreds of keys on this thing. They walk through the gate. Exterior, exterior, zebra exhibit, night. Close up on Mario, who is working on something with his hands. I mean, it's honest work. It's hard work, too. Keeping up after all the witches and vampires and intergalactic lords and sentient animals and poltergeists? Ugh, don't even get me started on poltergeists. I still can't get the smell of half-digested hot dogs out of my work boots. <laughs> but it's what I do. And I like to think I do it well. Hey, what are you doing there? Peachy is there. She has abandoned the van. I left the van, but I took the key, see? Peachy holds up the key. As she does, she looks ahead of her and sees a field full of white unicorns. There's a trough full of glowing moonflowers, and as one of the unicorns bites into it, it begins to glow a faint white color like the moon. Others are also glowing. Whoa! The gum falls out of Peachy's mouth. 
Mario and the Y guy are both working on one unicorn together. Mario is using what looks like a giant nail file to shave down its horn. With each pull on the file, sparks come off the horn. The Y guy is delicately putting black dye onto the white unicorn. What? What are you doing? Well, since you just have to know, some jerk out in Syracuse had a bunch of these guys shipped over illegally, and we can't just let them run free. So, we figured it'd be easier if we just kept them here. They seem pretty happy about it so far. The unicorns run around the enclosure, neighing softly. There are actual zebras behaving timidly nearby. They're so beautiful. What are you doing to them? We're making them fit in with some of the local fauna. Zebra are not local to New York. Yeah, well, neither are unicorns, but no one else seems to bother by it. So, are you going to help or what? Seriously? Well, you're no good at watching the van, so you might as well. Peachy runs down to Mario, Luai Guy, and the unicorn. They are acclimating. She puts her hands on the unicorn's muzzle. It neighs softly, and she smiles. It doesn't bother them? Nah, it's like clipping toenails. And why... And why do you make them glow? They're easy to see and die this way. Handing her the giant nail file. Here, give it a try. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah, I could use a break. Peachy begins shaving down the glowing unicorn's horn. She has trouble at first, slips a bit, and startles the unicorn. Mario puts his hand on its back and it settles back down. Peachy tightens her grip and begins doing an admirable job for her first time. Pan out to show the three of them working on a glowing unicorn with a partial zebra job. Yeah, my job is weird, but... Shrugs. Eh, it's a living. Title, The Clean Magic Crew and the Heart of New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, alright. Alright, and with our second scene of the night, this is Hobart Thompson. Yes, uh, this is a scene uh, after our initial opening where we see that the uh, Clean Magic crew, all of their employees, go out to solve a major crisis and come up short that day. Exterior, Magic Clean HQ, evening. Mario, Luai Guy, and Peachy, etc. Long, stressful day at work, followed by Count Willaxo, uh, 245, <coughs> but appears middle-aged, a tall, very thin diplomat from a dimension who's permanently uh, from another dimension who's permanently bitter, and Barbie Lacroix, 72, a short, stout, elderly woman from the bayous of Louisiana who can speak with the dead. Everyone is pretty pissed at Luai Guy. Great. Now I get to take the train home. Hopefully someone will cough in my face. That might be the perfect capstone for this atrocious day. Come on, Willie. Let's go get us a drink. I'll let you buy me one. She turns to the Rabito siblings with surprising venom. Y'all need to, I don't know, go home and think about yourselves. In all my years working for your father, I have never been so embarrassed. Haughtily, she snaps open her comically old-fashioned parasol, only to find a hole burned in it from the demon attack. Son of a dang! Searching for a swear. Fool. She snaps the parasol shut and takes Count Willaxo's arm as they walk off to a local bar. Mario turns angrily to a lie guy. You freaking dope! Look, you got everybody pissed off! Way to go! Will you leave him alone, Mario? We're all trying our best here. But there's not really a manual for this stuff. But there is! There's freaking eight books I can name on avoiding demonic possession! You're gonna get one of us killed if you don't start taking this more seriously, Lou! Yeah, Mar. I'm really sorry, guys. Jeez. Does it seem darker outside than normal? It's like half the streetlights are out. They're not! Look! 
They're all freaking on! What? You want to go work for City Utilities? Why don't you, okay? Keep you out of our hair! Mario, for Christ's sake, let up. Behind them, Ogan Pond, 28, a warrior from a light-based religious sect in a distant galaxy, strolls out in his, with his usual confidence, wearing street clothes and putting his pale blue cloak into a duffel bag as he passes them on the stairs. Good night, everyone. Do not despair. Tomorrow will be a brighter day, with many challenges for us to face. His gleaming smile suddenly dims as he looks behind the siblings. For Galantron's sake, Horagon, we agreed no mask outside. Walking out is Sarg Horagon, 30, a warrior from a darkness-based religious sect from a distant ba- galaxy, still wearing his angular metal combat mask. Oh, please. I see you always stuffing your robe in your bag as you walk out, just begging someone to notice it. Oh, this? This is just my Glitarian battle cloak. I'm so important. Why don't we have sex? You're pathetic. Fine, then. Wear the mask. I'm sure everyone wants to sleep with a guy who looks like he's in an EDM Slipknot cover band. Horagon rips off his mask. Underneath, he looks exactly like Ogan Pond, only with black hair instead of blonde and a jagged scar over one eye. Glitarian shit! Absillion asshole! You guys want to take this off company property? Fuck off, Mario! You have ash all over your face. You look like a Mertu peasant. Ogan Pond snorts with laughter. Ha ha, Horagon! You're incorrigible. Horagon stuffs his mask into his bag. Buffalo Wild Wings? By Glitton's shining light, yes, please. As the bickering space knights leave, the Rubito siblings finish loading his equipment into the car. They do not speak or even look at each other. Exterior, New York City street, night. The stony silence continues as the siblings drive back to their home in Staten Island. Sitting in the back, Luai Guy looks out the window, noticing a number of signs for wish construction in the windows of now vacant buildings. This neighborhood sure is changing. I can't even recognize this block. Things change, Lou. Peach, we got any messages from Dad yet? I'm sure Cardinal Gregor's called him by now. Nah, I'm just doing a little erasure on all these Twitter posts. God, you think if people saw fire shooting from a guy's mouth, they'd just run, you know? Not stand there and film. I feel like something's bad's happening to the city. Look, Lou. This city survived dragon attacks, the 70s, and that time when the mayor was a skin changer. I don't think a couple of bodegas going out of business is going to break us. Just feels like, I don't know, the city's losing its soul or something. The siblings are quiet again. Interior, the Rabito house, night. Mario, Guy, and Peachy walk into the cozy home of the Rabito family, lugging bags of equipment. Ma, we still got any of that shampoo from the Feywild? My hair smells like sulfur. Ma? Peachy looks at her brothers with concern, and they notice how eerily quiet it is in the house. Dad? You home? Mario reaches into his tool bag and removes an amulet from, uh, on the end of a gold chain. He places the amulet on top of his hand, and the jeweled eye blinks open, glowing as the chain wraps around his arm, forming a golden glove. <laughs> He tosses what looks like a green icicle to Peachy, who catches it as it doubles in length. The Y guy looks expectantly, but Mario just frowns at him. <laughs> they walk toward the door of the kitchen, and Peachy points the green staff, making the door vanish in a flash of green light. <coughs> Mario rushes in, waving the golden glove in front of him, and then straight into the air. Vinto and Morgana Lisa Rap, uh, Rabito, sitting at the kitchen table having a very serious conversation, yell out in surprise as their hands are surrounded in gold light and thrust into the air, captured by Mario's rap magic glove. 
Are you fucking serious with this, Ma? Dad! We thought... Oh, shit. Are you guys getting divorced? Luigi Hemdale Rubito. Are you fucking serious <laughs> with that? We're just talking. When have you ever just sat in the kitchen and talked? I've literally never seen the two of you in here at the same time. Oh, so you're the expert on where we can and cannot sit and talk? You gotta make the rules in this house? Sorry, honey. I'm gonna go sit on the roof because my stupid <laughs> fucking kids say I can't sit in my kitchen at the same time as you. Yeah, that's our parents. <laughs> Mario lowers his hand and Vinto and Morgana Elise lower their hands too. Uh, the golden light fades. Mario notices they were looking at a brochure, a brochure for the subdivision called Wish Woods. What's that? This came in the mail today, and honestly, kids, your father and I are thinking about getting out of the city. Are you being serious right now? Yes, sweetie, we're retired. The fresh air would be good for your father. You, you two love this house, this neighborhood, the city. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see how much money this developer is offering for the properties on this block? Eh? It's one hell of a fucking offer. Why the hell would you want to sell this place? This is our home. What will we do? Get your own places. You kids should move out. Ma, you said yesterday you'd lose your mind if this house was empty. Well, I changed my mind. I'd rather have marble counters than a deck. A deck? Yes. A deck. <laughs> Peachy and Mario exchange glances. Can I see that brochure? Sure, son. Look, you kids can come visit on the weekend. We can grill. Peachy and Luigi exchange even more worried glances. Luigi takes the brochure and flips it open. The back features a smiling portrait of John Wish, mid-fifties, with closely cropped silver hair and a sharp gray suit and gold-framed glasses. It bears the slogan, Wish yourself away from the chaos of the city. Wish Woods. Interior, Luigi's room, night. Luigi walks into his room after a long day. He takes off his shirt and looks in the mirror over his dresser at the large pentagram and rune-shaped bruise on his chest. He sighs heavily. He takes a small orb off his dresser and presses the button. There's a flash of red light as Merlin, Luigi's beloved pet, a sort of cat-rabbit hybrid with yellow fur and lightning bolt-shaped ears, appears on his bed. Hey, Merle. You miss me, buddy? There's a flash of sparks as Merlin teleports to his shoulder, licking Luigi's ear and purring. Luigi sets Merlin down near the wall outlet, and he starts to drink electricity. Luigi flops down on his bed and looks at the brochure for Wids, w Whoosh Woods. Things do change, I guess. That's the end! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is Peachy my sister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, Wait, how are you reading it? <laughs> Alright, our next script is uh, by our very own Richie Owens. Thank Let's you so much, for us. I'm going to take it away. <laughs> <clears throat> Exterior, One World Trade Center, day. The Clean Magic Crew van pulls up outside of One World Trade Center. Mario, Luai Guy, and Peachy hop out of the car and look up. A man rushes behind them, chasing after a pigeon. Something feels off about this. Yeah, this makes me feel uneasy. Why? Mr. Wish seems like a good enough guy on TV. We'll clean his mess and just tell him to stop gentrifying our neighborhood. And maybe he'll listen. And maybe he'll give us a million dollars. Yeah, and like a puppy that poops chocolate. Peachy and Mar Mario look at Luai Guy in disgust. <laughs> I'm giving an outlandish example of something that certainly isn't going to happen. Yeah. I know. It was just a really weird choice. 
Let's go inside and find out how this guy is going to make our lives worse. Okay? They agree and they walk into the building. Interior, One World Trade Center. The lobby is eerily empty except for a receptionist. She looks up and smiles at the crew. Her nameplate says Morticia. Hi, we're... The Clean Magic Crew, of course. Mr. Wish is ready to see you now. Just take that green elevator over there down to floor negative 50. Negative 50? Mr. Wish likes his privacy. Peachy is about to say something, but Mario gives her a cue, cue, like not now. Thank you so much! They walk over to the green elevator and hop in. They look around at the buttons and press floor 50, then press a button that says negative. (laughs) As the door closes, a noise plays, like... They're on their way down, sir. They're skeptical, but you've got them where you want them. Interior, elevator. They sit in the elevator for a longish time. A jazz song plays. Uh, this is an editor's note. <laughs> the crew dances in the elevator. This song rules. Ding. Interior, negative 50th floor, One World Trade Center. The crew has composed themselves as if they weren't dancing. Mr. (laughs) Wish is sitting at his desk, which is far away from the elevator. His office is the whole floor. Posters from seemingly every part of the real estate tycoon's career litter the floors, walls, and ceiling. Even though they're underground, there are also tall windows with views of dirt. Come in, come in. I see you enjoyed your elevator ride. What? I see you enjoyed your elevator ride. We can't hear you. You're very far away from us. One second. What? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm not used to visitors down here. I said, I see you enjoyed your elevator ride. <laughs> I can see y'all dancing on my screen. They're embarrassed. Um, what can we help you with, Mr. Wish? Please, call me John Wish. Peachy rolls her eyes. Mario does the same, please don't ruin this for us, look to Peachy from earlier. How can we help you, John Wish? So, you're clean messes, is that right? Yep. Best cleaners in the universe, sis. Great, great, this is great. Yeah, what can we help you clean, John Wish? I need you three, right here in this room, to clean. No, no, to wipe those smug smiles off your goddamn faces. The group looks confused. I know you're not traditional cleaners. I know your job is to clean up messes from supernatural so that it's explainable to normal humans. I assure you, John Wish, that we're just normal cleaners. Bathrooms, houses, etc. Shut the fuck up. You think I wouldn't know? You think I'm just a normal guy? I'm in real estate. Of course I'm evil. (laughs) I fucking told you. Not now. She did tell you, though. Shh. All of you, shut the fuck up. I brought you down here just to show you that I'm going to make a mess that even y'all, y'all can't clean up. Yeah, right. We can handle anything. Oh, is that so? Well, then I guess I can just start my evil plan and y'all will just stop stop me. Is that correct? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Probably. Well, that's good news for me. John Wish picks up the phone. Morticia, call Ricardo and have him turn on the heart. John Wish hangs up the phone. All right, cool. Well, uh, good luck. Hold on! What the hell just happened? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Well, you know how I'm gentrifying New York City? 
Yeah, you suck and you're a monster. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody hates you and all of us wish you just died. Okay, first of all, ouch. Second of all, I'm not human. I've been buying up property all over the city in a very strategic way so that I can take over this whole planet. Damn it! Oh, you see, every little neighborhood in this godforsaken city is an artery leading to a machine, a heart that I made. That heart is going to turn this city into the monster it always should have been. The last piece was your parents' house. So my assistant is turning on the heart that I made, and this city is about to become a monster, okay? <laughs> the ground begins to rumble, and the crew looks at, looks at each other. The building they're in is lifting itself out of the ground. The windows go from a view of dirt to a view of the ground to even higher. Through the windows, they can see bodies falling from every part of New York City as it's uprooted itself. One World Trade Center is the head of the building, as the head of the monster. Central Park constitutes a torso. Chrysler Building and Empire State Buildings are part of the bicep. And Brooklyn and Williamsburg Bridges are the feet. Anywho, I just wanted you to see the mess you have to clean up. Well, would have to clean up if you weren't about to die. Bye! You can't do this! You little asshole! We're going to end you. Good luck with that. Oh, and by the way, if I can make this here, I can make this anywhere. <laughs> he picks up the phone. <laughs> okay, now's the time. Thanks, Morticia, for all your help. New York City's hands shatter through the windows and pull Mario, Luai Guy, and Peachy out and throw them into the air down to presumably their death. <laughs> Holy oh, shit, that was awesome, oh, man. Uh, when you said this is the dumbest strip you ever wrote, you meant uh, nail-biting page turner. <laughs> All right, now we're going to read our last script from our guest writer, Tucker Millette. Take it away, Tucker. Okay, well, I have the fourth and final climactic battle scene of uh, the movie, uh, and I do have uh, one director note, too, that... Mario and the Y guy, it's a spoiler, but uh, you take mushrooms in order to s super up and challenge the... So at that point, when you're Super Mario and Super Luai guy, your voices are incredibly deep. So the same voices you've been doing are great, which is very deep. Make my monster grow! <laughs> okay. Interior, big white van, evening. Mario, Luai guy, and Peachy race home in the big white cleaning van. Above, they can see the Megazord-like building monster <laughs> stomping through, through the Bay of New York towards the Sasquatch. <laughs> Mario is driving, swerving to avoid pedestrians, running and screaming through the streets. The van screeches in front of the dr their driveway. The building is gone. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Mario gets out of the van. Luagai and Peachy stare silently in shock as the, at, at where their house used to be. Exterior, Rabito Street, continuous. Mario begins walking toward the gaping hole where the foundation was. Now empty except a few spraying pipes and building debris. The whole time he is screaming, You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me! You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> well, I guy steps out of the van and he starts to run after Mario. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, relax, bro! Peach is still inside the van. She begins to dial Jerry Potter. Mario turns to Luai Guy, forcing back the tears in his eyes. You want me to fucking relax? How the fuck are we gonna get mom and dad back now? They are dead and shit, you fucking idiot! The whole fucking house, gone! Mario sits down on the stoop, the only, the only concrete thing left in the lot. He begins to sob. Luai Guy looks puzzled, then gets an idea. 
People are still running and screaming in the background. The Y guy goes to sit down next to Mario. A moment, and then... How are we gonna clean this shit up, bro? <laughs> I got an idea. The Y guy reaches into his pocket and reveals two bright red mushrooms. No freaking shit. The Y guy smiles and shakes his head. The brothers each eat a mushroom. Peachy sticks her head out of the van. What are you two freaking idiots doing? <laughs> mushrooms! <laughs> you two freaking idiots are doing mushrooms at a time like this? Morgana, Elise, and Vinito, I, yeah. Morgana, Elise, and Vinito make a dramatic appearance over the two buildings flying on magic broomsticks. They land impressively well considering their age. What? How did you survive? Figures, the one time they catch us doing mushrooms. We survived because we weren't a couple of friggin' idiots who jumped to drugs every time there's a problem in our lives. Seriously, boys, it's like you're friggin' 17 years old. Mushrooms aren't a drug like meth, Mom. Damn it. They're a tool. Frankly, I'm just glad you two's are alive. Plus, these mushrooms are already getting you in a sorry. Bye! Mario and the white guy suddenly grow. Sound effects. Womp, womp, womp. Exactly the same, except they are now the size of 60-story buildings, and their voices are incredibly low. The experience of being this big is not unlike chirping on psychedelic mushrooms. Oh, shit, bro. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> I dude, I know. Quick, we gotta stop that building monster. Oh, shit. Aha, dude. That's right. Back on the ground, Peachy is talking on the phone with Jerry Potter. Benito and Morgana Elise look up in awe at their skyscraper-sized sons, now stomping away. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Jerry. You're a real wizard. She hangs up. Benito pulls out his phone. Time to call the crew! <laughs> why, are you, why are you a Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> My children of the crew! <laughs> Cut to montage of different members of the crew answering the call to come to the city. Ogan and Horagon are laser sword battling on top of a smoking spaceship wreck. Count Willexako is brokering peace between two warring cross-dimensional ethnic groups. Barbie is raising a dead person out of the ground. They all simultaneously read the message on their phones, sigh, and drop what they are doing to come to Benito's aid. Interior, head of Megazord-like building monster continuous. John wishes at his desk, twisting and pushing different levers and buttons, controlling the monster. Now that I control the heart of the city, and have used all historic city monuments to create a giant building monster, nothing can stop me from getting to Albany to pay the governor a little visit. <laughs> And then take over the <laughs> Outside. <laughs> Outside, military helicopters begin to circle and open fire on the monster. Oh no, what shall I do? John smashes one button and his desk sudden, uh, on his desk and suddenly all the helicopter propellers magically stop spinning. Crews on board scream in terror as they plunge to their deaths. Uh, <laughs> I was going through a weird time. A jet, <laughs> a jet flies overhead, then another, then another. Then the Megazord-like building monster, MLBM, throws his building arm in the air, and the next jet smashes into it with a fiery explosion. <laughs> Suddenly, Super Mario and Super Luai Guy come crashing towards the MLBM. Their demeanor suggests they are chirping very hard on magic mushrooms. Whoa! <laughs> There 
musical guest, Shake the Rapper! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let's get his ass! Mario jumps high into the air with a cartoonish doing sound and lands on MLBM's building shoulders. The MLBM begins throwing him around like a mechanical bull. <laughs> to the MLBM with Mario still atop and punches his giant fist through the MLBM's building chest, sending debris flying everywhere. We're gonna have to clean that up! Peachy comes flying in on a broomstick, followed by the rest of the Clean Magic crew on broomsticks. Ha ha! You all made it just in time! What even is time, bro? Suddenly, the MOBM headbutts Mario and sends Mario flying into the water. The MOBM grabs Luigi by his arm and body slams him into the ground. All right, crew, attack! The crew begins or breaks formation and begins flying all around the MOBM, attacking it in their different ways. Laser sword slashes, spells being cast, etc. None of it seems to do much, and the MOBM doesn't even give any notice. It just keeps punching Super Luigi guy in his giant face <laughs> with its building fist. We can't seem to break through. What if we must crash into the head? That must be where it's being controlled from. It's too dangerous. We have to try. Barbie and Will Exacto fly their brooms into the mouth of the MLBM. <laughs> <laughs> their brooms are explode no. and they are killed. <laughs> <laughs> Help the Y guy! Organ and Sarg begin to fly in tandem towards the mouth of the MLBM. From inside, we see a close-up of John Wish's hand as he dramatically snaps his fingers. Outside, Organ begins to turn to sand. Oh man, I don't feel so good. Organ? Organ! No! Organ completely turns to sand and disappears. Distracted, Sarg doesn't see where he's going and flies into the MLBM's building chute <laughs> and explodes. <laughs> Super Mario runs over to the, from the water, grabs the MLBM, and throws him off screen. Mario reaches down and helps up Super Luai Guy. His face is very beaten and bloodied. Oh, shit, bro. Your face is friggin' gnarly. Bro, that shit was wild. <laughs> bro. It's not over, bro. The MLBM gets up, gets to its feet, now angry. The mouth opens and the very deep voice of John Wish comes out. How in Dante's Inferno did you three survive? I drew you from the building in the last scene. <laughs> bro, I'm not even sure. Fucking like magic flying shit? I'm not sure either. <laughs> <laughs> the MLBM roars. PG, truly the only responsible Robito sibling, flies right up to the open mouth. It's a plot hole, motherfucker! <laughs> she flies into the open mouth of the MLBM and crashes through the office window of John Wish. You! Peachy grabs her broomstick and bashes John over the head with it. He grabs a knife and they begin to duel until John has pinned PG down on the ground with the knife pressed against her up against her throat. This time I'll make sure you're finished. Any last words? Wingardium Leviosa. Huh? What the fuck is that? John Wish <laughs> begins to levitate ever so slowly off the PG. He swings with his knife, but is comically out of reach. What sorcery is this? I got a buddy from my old Hogwarts days to help me out. 
Now, Jerry! Jerry Potter descends from the clouds riding a giant dragon. The dragon is... <laughs> the dragon is so large it dwarfs even the MLBM. The dragon grabs the monster in its mouth, wishes office begins to rumble and shake. No! Sam, bitch! <laughs> Peachy begins to run out from where she came. She jumps on her broomstick and begins to fly out of the MLBM's mouth, just as the dragon breathes fire through the entire building body. Peachy shoots out of the open mouth of the, on her broom just as fire consumes the MLBM's building head and the whole monster explodes. On the ground, debris and clutter rain down from everywhere. Mario and Lai Guy, wonk, 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 back down to the normal height. <laughs> Both very spacey and confused. Lai Guy is still badly bloodied. What happened? I have no idea, bro. My freaking head hurts. Lai Guy touches a swollen lip. Mario pats him on the shoulder. Hey, well... We did good, Luai guy. Peachy lands with the dragon and Jerry Potter. You two friggin' idiots didn't do anything except for cause hundreds of millions of dollars in damage to the city that we have to clean up. The day is saved once again by Jerry Potter. Shut the fuck up, nerd! Yeah, for real. You're not even a part of the crew. He might have to be, since the rest of the crew is killed while you idiots were on mushrooms. <laughs> Are, you Are you friggin' kidding me? Circle oh, read. Oh, that was <laughs> the Clean Magic so Crew in the heart of New York. Oh, congratulations, everybody. That oh, was man. absolutely wonderful. The uh, voice acting, the scripts, uh, just all of it. I, oh, man, uh, you two are you're you're gonna, gonna, Mario and the Y guy are going to wake up with sore throats Spitting blood. Yeah, thank you to all of our actors who appeared in this uh, amazing script. Thank you to Tucker Millette for helping us guest right <laughs> Uh, anything you'd like to say? Uh, I would like to say thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed uh, wherever you find us. Uh, if you find us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, uh, make sure to check out our Facebook, our Instagram, even our Twitter, all that great stuff. Uh, we're basically at Please Make This. If you look that up anywhere, you'll find us. Um, and make sure you are also checking out coolcontent.cool for a lot of cool content. Smashbrothers2018.com <laughs> cool. um, uh, And make sure you're also checking out Machine Culture, two uh, great producers of this podcast. Uh, make sure you're checking them out and all their other great stuff. And I think that's it for us, so we just remind you guys to PLEASE MAKE THIS! This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at MPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making a high-quality podcast called Destined Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Drew T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant, 
or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destin Day Jobs, we play Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five coworkers go on very mundane adventures so that they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destin Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane, mundane Fantastical! fantastical.